Welcome to the Mastering Mindfulness Institute, a place to stop diet sabotage and create a life of balance. I'm your host, Gina Werfel, registered dietitian and master of human nutrition. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I've uh, been doing some reflecting today and wanted to share some of my own experiences. I'm often thinking about what have I learned in my journey Um, how has my journey changed that could actually help other people and how could that help my clients and what I have learned and how has it actually changed the foundation of what I teach today? So, um, just like a lot of people, I was on that, uh, super food focused dieting mentality for many, 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 many years. And I really got tired of it. And so there was one thing that changed everything for me. So I wanted to share that today. It it was huge. I I was actually just sitting here in my office and I was just sitting here reflecting and thinking on, on my journey and how much it has changed. It's so easy for us to think about how we're not doing so good or being really hard on ourselves. And it's really easy to forget how far we've come. And so I did some reflection today on my past and my history and and really being so proud of myself for how far I have really come in changing my uh, my mentality towards food and towards eating. And just watching that transformative journey has been like huge for me. And there was one thing that made a massive difference that I want to talk about today. So before I get into what that one thing was, I want to backtrack and give you some background on what was it like for me. A lot of what I started noticing is that a lot of my clients were like, well, you've always been a healthy robot your whole life, so you don't understand. And <laughs> and that's not true. Um, while I've, I've always been super excited about nutrition, really into it, um, my relationship with food and with dieting and all of that has been far less than perfect. And one thing that I can specifically remember Um, was a time when anxiety really played a really big influence in my eating and stress. And what I didn't realize was that I was busy working, working from home all day. I've I've worked from home for many years. And I would start working from home. And all of a sudden, something would take over. And all day long, I would be thinking about food. And I would be constantly watching the clock, like counting down the minutes of like, okay, just make it until noon, make it until five o'clock, make it just trying every single day. And always thinking like, is this the way that people live life? Thinking minute to minute, thinking about what is the next thing I'm going to eat and when do I get to eat it? And is it right or is it wrong? And will I give in? And holding on, just thinking like, will I give in to all those things I swore I wasn't going to eat? And just having that mental fight all day long. And truly, what an exhausting way to live. If you live that way, I feel you. I feel you. It's exhausting. And so I realized that it was not a sustainable way to live. Like I didn't want to live that way forever. Constantly thinking about is what I'm going to eat right or wrong? Is it good or is it bad? Am I going to be proud or am I going to be disappointed? And can I wait until that counting down the clock, counting down the minutes? And I was really trying to get a hold of this, but I just, I didn't know how and I couldn't figure it out. And 
for me, my expertise had always been in nutrition. So I was always learning about food and, and how it interacts with our bodies and the science side. So I could tell you up and down and all around all the best nutrition strategies. And I was trying so hard to follow them perfectly myself because I had the knowledge that I was like, I want to follow, I want to eat this way. This is what the science is saying. And so I tried giving myself the perfect plan like I was doing with my clients, things that I liked, but that made me feel good and that were backed by science. And I was really trying to follow this perfect plan and do that for my clients too. And the more that I created the perfect plan, the more intense my anxiety around it got. And it became more and more challenging, more and more difficult to keep a healthy relationship with food that I was like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. (laughs) And I know a lot of people feel that way of where they're like, I want to get healthier, but I can see the more that I give myself rules and restrictions, the more I'm on this anxiety roller coaster of, oh, I'm doing perfect. No, I'm going to fail. Oh, I'm doing perfect. Oh, I'm going to fail. And I was on that anxiety roller coaster of every day going to bed, assessing, how did I do today? Should I go to sleep well and be proud of myself? Or should I be disappointed and filled with anxiety and worry and try to motivate myself for the next day? So give me a a thumbs up if you have been there, if you feel me on that, if you are there, if I totally get it. And it's extremely exhausting. What's interesting is when I fixed that assessment, that panic about food, I literally could eat, I could feel that I can eat anything that I want and not have this food obsessed panic and wait minute to minute for the time to change. And I can go to bed at night not full of anxiety or super proud. Eating is just eating. And so what led me on that journey um, was actually one person who came into my life that made a huge difference in changing the whole course of how I work with clients and how I work with myself. So it's interesting. I I took on a mentor because I was so full of stress and anxiety, trying to work, trying to get a business off the ground full of a lot of stress and I couldn't figure out how to get a hold of it. And I felt like my eating choices were just like not even in my control. Very little, you know, off and on anyways. um, So when I took on this mentor and he was the first one to really bring a lot of awareness to me that every time he said, what is going on? How are you feeling right now? And I would just like tell him something that I was thinking And I was so stuck in my head full of thoughts and anxiety and worries. And I had no control of what I was doing to try to externally make all of that go away. And so he was the first one that said, you don't know what you're feeling. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Yes, I do. He said, no, you don't. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Yes, I do. I do yoga. I'm very in touch with my body and my emotions. And I'm a woman, of course. Of course, I, I know. And he said, you know, when, when, you, when I ask how you're feeling, you tell me what you're thinking. And I was like, oh, you're right. And he said, at some point, you decided to cut off the experience. At some point in your life, you chose, I don't want to feel this anymore. And you chose to disconnect your mind and your body. And you're really unaware of what's happening in your experience. 
And it was such a mirror for me to have to really take a hard look at like, this is true. All along, I thought I really knew myself so well, but I had no idea why I was getting these anxiety storms and getting these uncontrollable like food cravings and feeling like my food choices were out of my control. And it nothing was working. The more rules I gave myself, the worse it got. I was trying I was trying keto, I was trying rules, diet plans, everything. And the more those rules came on, the worse it got because I wasn't creating empowerment internally. I was trying to fix it with fake empowerment, with like a rule or a diet plan or a restrictive eating mentality that was, those are external things. And I was hoping it would create empowerment internally. And that doesn't work that way. (laughs) So the biggest thing that I did was to start stepping in into empowerment from the inside out. And that's the one thing that changed everything. And I'm going to share how I actually did that, how that dramatically changed my learning experience about myself and how I coach my clients now completely different. I was giving them in the past the same things, the diet plans, the recipes, all of the tools, thinking it was going to change their internal empowerment. And it didn't. It created more anxiety. Am I doing good enough? How will I do tomorrow? How will I do the next day? It was exhausting for me and it was exhausting for my clients. So now I completely changed the way that I work with people by creating this empowerment from the inside. And so that whether I decide I'm going to eat a cookie or a salad or whatever it is I'm going to eat, it's in my choice. And it's not out of this lack of control of like, I need something, I need something, I need something to make this better, but it's not getting better. and. So what I started doing was becoming more of an open observer. That was number one. First, I started just being open to the idea that maybe it is something bigger than just having rules. Maybe my health and being in control is bigger and it's beyond having rules and restrictions. Maybe that's a possibility. Not fully going all in on saying yes and admitting that, but I'm open to the idea of it. And so I started just being my own observer. And when really stressful anxiety storm moments would come up, I'd start breathing and trying to get myself out of a fight or flight state and really just observing, okay, what's happening right now? Okay, I can see that I am being, I have a lot of work going on right now, that I have Um, maybe some projects that are like need to hit a deadline or I don't really know what the best next decision is to make and I'm feeling really stressed about it and I don't have a lot of clarity. I just started noticing like what was going on around me. I started paying attention to how my body was changing. One thing I noticed for myself is that I'll start moving really fast and I get anxious and my breathing gets really shallow. I don't take deep breaths. And I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah." and I can just feel my mind start to go, my heart start to race, my breathing gets shallow, and I start to move fast. And so I noticed, okay, when you sabotage your eating and you feel out of control, this is what is happening around you. And I'd start getting really sensitive to that. 
right? What is happening around me? How is my body starting to change? And then some days I would have no idea what was going on, but I just, step one, wanted to get out of my environment. So I'd move out of the kitchen. Sometimes I'd go for a walk. Sometimes I would go in my bedroom. Um, Sometimes I would just get outside for a minute. But I knew that I had to get out of that environment that was holding me into this locked-in tunnel vision space of like, like you are not in choice. And um, that that tends to be the kitchen for a lot of people where they're not in choice anymore. They're stuck in this, like they're pulled in. So I started getting out of my space, which was a nice perspective change. Um, but it wasn't the end all fix for me. Um, it was a really nice perspective change. There were some days that I was like, oh, I just needed fresh air. I just needed a new shift in perspective. Like things aren't so bad. And I got outside and it worked. And there were other days that it didn't, that I went outside and it was nice, but I came back in and those feelings came back in and I noticed me just going right back to it. So it bought me some time, but it wasn't the fix. And then as I really wanted to do some deeper digging, I started going into my room and doing some journaling. And this was no judgment journaling. This was just freehand anything that's in my mind. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. So I started off with, for example, um, I wish I had it here with me. I could have been reading it. But I started off with just a generic, okay, I have anxiety. I know what anxiety feels like. What is it about? Well, okay, it has something to do with work today. Okay. That's something to do with work. Let's go one step deeper. Where in work do you feel anxiety? Okay, maybe it's a lack of clarity. I don't know exactly what it is that I should be doing right now, and it's creating this trigger. And I keep going a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. Where did that come from? Is that just a story? Where do I need support? Who do I need to get on my team right now? Who do I you know, need to have support me? Or what is it that I need? Is it that I need to get out and move? Is it that I haven't been loving and nurturing myself enough? Um, what is really happening right now? And then once I started getting good at journaling, I really learned that all of the things that I could do to buy myself time and give me a quick fix to boost up my mood, boost me up, it worked, but it was a quick fix. It was kind of a Band-Aid. And after a while, I realized that what I needed to do was be able to sit with myself and whatever experience was happening. That was the ultimate fix. Just being able to sit with myself. And this was really hard. And it started off as some days as a fight of like, you want to go just sabotage and you want to have snacks to avoid yourself. And then starting to be able to say, no, go sit with yourself for a little bit and trying it for longer and longer. And the more that I tried it, the more I found both joy some days, some days it still was horrible and painful. But the point was not to feel good, but to get good at feeling. Yeah, the point is to not feel good but to get good at feeling. If your purpose is to always feel good, we'll always be looking for something to make it better. And a lot of the time that something doesn't work, like 
okay, well, now I just need a walk or now I just need a food. Now I just need a friend. And what if I don't have the friend or what if I can't go for a walk or what if I can't stop eating the food and it's not working? So if we feel like we're swimming upstream to always try to feel good, it doesn't end up working. For some reason, I had this idea in my head that we should feel good all the time. That the goal is to always feel good. That the goal is to always feel happy, which is tricky because I think that's where positive psychology starts to go of always being positive, always chasing happiness. And nothing really ever changed until I followed that timeline of that progression of moving from just starting to become open and aware and curious to starting to try some new things, to doing some deeper internal digging And then to now, just being able to sit with whatever experience is coming up, no matter how wonderful and joyous or how uncomfortable, that is the goal of being able to sit with it, with myself. And some days, and I I won't lie, some days it's really, really hard. And some days I'm like, wow, this is actually a beautiful gift to myself to let myself experience this. And it actually takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of practice to be able to do it. You might find that your first couple of times you actually can do it. And you're like, wait a second, this isn't that hard. This is actually an amazing gift. And I thought that because in the past when I was younger, that was how I felt better. Food made me feel better. Food maybe was comfort. Maybe it brought you back to a memory. Maybe it was very calming. And so we start to develop this idea, this false story that food is what we need to make it better. But then we can start questioning and saying, wait a second, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not actually what I need to make things better. And maybe I'll be okay if I do something different. Can I practice sitting with myself? So for me, my go-to, when I start feeling, number one, I have a lot better strategies for managing anxiety now. Far, far less experiences of anxiety by practicing and understanding what do I need to do with it. But those moments do still come up. Stress does still come up. So what I do now is I get really aware of coming back to how is my body starting to change. You're a lot more likely to overcome it. If you are predicting it way ahead of time versus waiting until you are in the deep storm of it, it's a lot harder to pull yourself out of it. So I'll start noticing, how is my body changing? Is my heart starting to race? Am I moving fast? Am I getting crazy thoughts in my head? And when I feel that come up, I know things need to drop, whether I'm working. I know some. you may or may not be able to drop work if it comes up, but I need to take a pause. And this is so important. If you're at work and you're working at a desk office job and you can't go meditate, that's great. But pretend like you have to pee and go take a walk for a minute and breathe for a second. You know, go out, stand outside for a minute. It's so worth it to know that you are there for yourself when you need it and you don't go into self-destruct mode. So I start by noticing how my body starts to change. And then for me, usually I go into my room and I take a few deep breaths. And sometimes it's just sitting in a meditation and breathing. Sometimes it's some journaling. 
Um, sometimes I might listen to music into a meditation and just allow me to experience whatever's happening and use music to kind of reconnect to my body. Um, or sometimes it's like, who do I need on my team right now? Who can I have help kind of get me through this challenging moment? It's really hard to coach ourselves even to get to that place. So, um, I've had quite a team of mentors that have changed my life in so many ways. So don't be afraid to load up your team. You don't have to go about these challenging things alone. Um, but if you are stuck in that constant dieting cycle of you're starting a diet, you're stopping a diet, you're so focused on food and you notice that it's just what is happening? Why am I thinking about it every minute, every second? There needs to be deeper empowerment internally. It can make all the difference. So it, it really, it's not that you need another rule. It's that you need to create that inner inner empowerment. So that was a big, massive change for me. I reflected on my past years of the growth that I've had and going from anxiety storm to having no idea what I needed, not knowing why I was not in control, feeling frustrated up and down emotionally. Just one day was great. One day was awful. Going from that exhausting storm to really an open place of supporting myself and openness and curiosity and when those challenging times come up viewing it in such a different way and being able to look out for myself and and have those tools and skills that create that inner empowerment is absolutely life-changing so if you're tired on it too, get off of that crazy train and do that inner work and um, let me know how it goes. If this resonates with you, send me a message, reach out, let me know how this is going for you. If you hit a roadblock, super easy, just get in touch and send me a message and we'll figure it out.